0: Bulldog Radio Network is on the air. The hunt for the playoffs is on, and your Carney Bulldogs are ready to rumble. 102.7 FM KPGZ is your home for Carney Bulldog Football. We broadcast play-by-play action of every home game on 102.7 FM online at 1027carneymo.com and on the KPGZ page of the TuneIn and MyTuner radio apps. Coming up, the kickoff and all of tonight's action. But first, the Platt Clay Electric Cooperative pregame show. And now here are the voices of Carney Football on the Bulldog Radio Network, Jim Dickerson and Mike Davis. Oh.
1: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Kearney, Missouri, the TDR Activity Complex, Kearney Clinic, Liberty Hospital Field. As we are at homecoming night as the Kearney Bulldogs prepare to take on the Winnetonka Griffins. Good evening, everybody, Jim Dickerson. Mike Davis will join me in just a minute in the broadcast booth. Producer-engineer Brian Watts is with us here as the Kearney Bulldogs come in 2-3 and to face off against the 5-0 and Winnetonka Griffins. It's a pleasure to walk in, welcome into the booth Mike Davis. Mike, last week against Green Valley, a little bit uh, challenging. Didn't go like we wanted it to, but that Green Valley, that's a pretty tough team. No doubt about it. Good to be here, Jim, and thank you. It is a wonderful night for football, and yes, indeed, I
2: saw the uh, the Green Valley Eagles are at 5-0 and right now, and they looked every bit the 5-0 and team, and I would contrast that tonight, Jim, to a five-and-zero team that we're facing here in the Winnetonka Griffins. Now, the big difference between these two is the Winnetonka Griffins have pay, played against teams with generally losing schedules. Now, I, you can play that game, you can make that argument, but it doesn't mean you, you can't. You can expect that they're just going to fall over uh, as they play the Carney Bulldogs tonight. I will, however, say that we saw player by player of the Grandview team last. I beg your pardon of the Grain Valley team last week. Uh, that absolutely shows all manner of talent. This is a team that's rolling. This is a team that is on their way to at least a couple of playoff games and getting very, very close to uh, to a state a state championship. Uh, lots, lots of work. We've got to work cut out for us tonight.
1: Well, and added to that challenge is, although it's high school and we're not allowed to talk specifics, we still have all these problems going on. There's a multitude of problems. So you get into this part of the season, we're going to deal with some injuries. You've got uh, the problems that are associated with uh, the coronavirus, and we are going to see some differences. The coaches have done a phenomenal job as we've gone through so far, but we're also going to – you're going to see the coaches have to make some changes because there are some personnel missing in some key spots of tonight's game. Uh,
2: absolutely right, Jim. And we did have an opportunity to visit with Coach Gray on Thursday. That was yesterday at noon. We had a great time, always do, with him. And we asked him about uh, his preparation with his team getting ready for another 5-0 and school.
3: We've, we yeah. definitely have our hands full yes. tomorrow, and, and they've got a running game that's been very uh, – been very successful for them as well, so you know we're gonna have to be on point offensively um and defensively uh to make sure defensively we shut them down and are making the plays we need to make and 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 tackling and alignment and assignment and all those all those things that that you obviously work on during the week and i think I think our guys are up for it and I think you know offensively you know we have uh improved this week off of off of last week's loss to to green valley and um you know I think our guys are Focused in and, and ready to go, and, and are, are playing, uh, ready to play the game.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, they need to be focused, Jim. We both remember how many times we've called. Javon Satterwhite's name, the quarterback, the senior quarterback, the Winnetonka Griffins last year. We talked to J- talked about Jason Essex all through the game. The wide receiver, very powerful. Junior 6'3", 200. Montre Moore number 24. He's a senior running back. 5'8", 195 and he is a powerhouse. These are guys we absolutely are going to have to be fundamentally sound against and I think the coach talked about being ready to play a team like that and that's exactly what it's going to take to take on a team like the Winnetonka Griffins.
1: So let's talk for a minute about the defense. we Last week in Grain Valley, one of the things we noticed is they had a, a play that they just ran consistently, uh, consistently, and they kept doing it. And one of the things that uh, the coach talked about they're going to have to do is they're going to have to adjust. They're going to have to take what they scheme in practice and adjust that when it doesn't quite work in the real game. I think that's right. And, uh, you know, we actually, we, we got right to the heart of that. We
2: talked about how this team uh, as we've seen them, so as we have seen them in the the two wins and three losses, five games that the Bulldogs have played, uh, they have never been completely blown out, and they've always been in the game. Uh, what we have seen, Jim, is just fundamental a missed tackle or an arm tackle or a tackle that's where you've run past the running back and you could have potentially taken somebody down in the backfield that ends up that running back is in the end zone and it costs you seven points. Plays like that that will just make a good game all of a sudden go really, really south on you. And, uh, and Coach addressed that. He talked about that very thing as, uh, as we talked about what's it going to take to make sure that your team is ready to play fundamentally sound football.
3: Some of the things that I've seen is I think we play a little too tight, um, where we're not, you know, just get out there and play the game. Um, we know what we need to do, you know. I think sometimes, and I don't know if this is us or not, but I think sometimes you can. Um, I've seen teams and players where they've, uh, over my years, where you you uh, try so hard that you, you know, you get in your own head mm-hmm. and you play hesitant as opposed to just playing. Right. And I think that's one of the things that, that we've tackled this week. And as far as coaching that, I think that's just more of an awareness that our guys are capable. It's playing a game, regardless of football, basketball, whatever it is, you know, you, you can't be afraid to make a mistake. When, yeah. you, when you play afraid to make a mistake, you play tight. And then obviously that's when you make a mistake, when you overanalyze, you overthink things. You play hesitant instead of just going. And I think that's where you see sometimes a slow first half. A solid finish, or a where it's up and down, and and you can't have that up and down play. Um, you got to be consistent with it.
1: All right. And before we go any further, we'll talk a little more about the pregame and the Carney Bulldogs against the Winnetaka Griffins. But before we do that, let's take a moment and listen to our national anthem.
4: Wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Kearney's friendly and authentic small town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services. Shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce.
0: At A&R Pharmacy, we believe anti-aging should be effortless, and with our safe and effective hormone treatment, this goal is definitely within reach. We customize hormone therapy medication for men and women based on your unique needs. Our compounding pharmacists will work with your doctor so you receive the exact dosage that's right for you. A&R is owned and operated by a local pharmacist who is part of our Bulldog family, and they've been in the compounding business for over 17 years. For more information, you can call 816 415 9995. AR Pharmacy, specializing in hormone treatment of individuals. Legendary
2: Lawn Care. That's right, Legendary is your one stop lawn equipment center. They've got over 40 years of experience with technicians who service all makes and models of lawn equipment. 4853 Southeast Highway PP in Holt, 816-320-3878. And don't forget to look for the special coupon on 1027carnymo.com slash coupons. Let the friendly and knowledgeable staff at Legendary Lawn Care find the right legendary service for your needs.
0: Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services small town friendliness big town expertise we make it our business to know your business inside and out you can trust scott accounting and tax to get your taxes done quickly correctly and on time appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320 that's scott accounting and tax at 816-352-3320 I'm Sean
5: Barber, owner of Stables Local Kitchen and Patio in Kearney. Stables is a Kearney thing. We love to be the place where people get together. Stables features a full menu with a scratch kitchen, offering lunch and dinner options, as well as a weekend breakfast starting at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sundays. Stables has been a proud member of the Kearney community for almost 20 years. You can check us out online at stables816.com, and Stables is part of the True 816 family. Eat, drink, local.
6: Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. What else would you expect? After all, you're home. When I looked into an assisted living facility, I was immediately attracted to Oak Point's amenities. I get three delicious meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas and a trained staff on site. To set up a tour or learn more information, please contact Tara at 816-628-0075 or visit the website at provisionliving.com.
0: Coach Gray Show is on the air. Woffler
2: finds an open seam, up the middle, 10, 5, touchdown, touchdown, Karen
0: Laughlin on a 42-yard run. Jim Dickerson and Mike Davis take you inside Carney Bulldog football. The ways in the house of strategy, the honest assessment of skills, the lessons learned.
2: Corbin Bevan caught the ball in the air in full stride and ran it straight into the end zone untouched.
0: Go inside your favorite team every week on The Coach Gray Show, Thursdays at noon on 102.7 Kearney's hometown radio station.
1: Welcome back to Kearney, Missouri, your TDR activity complex. Penny Kearney Clinic, Liberty Hospital Field. You are listening to the Black Clay Electric pregame show. Jim Dickerson along with Mike Davis, producer, engineer, Brian Watts. Mike, we talked a little bit about the defense. Let's go into the offense. Last week, one of the things, and this goes along with what Coach Gray said, they have these plays that work. We've seen them work. But then there's times where the play goes a little awry or it doesn't quite work the way it wants because they're facing a defense that maybe seen video of it or knows what's coming. How does this offense going into tonight's game not get down, not get frustrated, stick with the game plan and make these plays and execute? Well, again, I I mean, I think, you know,
2: Coach talks about a guy's got to play relaxed. Uh, You know, we talked about getting into the zone, and once you're relaxed, you know, you're going to hit a golf ball better. You're going to throw a basketball better. And likely the same kinds of things are going to happen if you just stay relaxed do your job. Have the confidence. And I think what gives you a relaxed feeling in a situation like this, especially a game where you're playing somebody that's a conference foe that you know, you know you got to beat them. Uh, staying relaxed comes from confidence, and confidence comes from winning. You've got to win a few of those plays at the line of scrimmage. You've got to make a, a, a long yard uh, run or a, a run for a touchdown or at least a first down. You've got to make some complete some passes. You've got to do some things out on the field that says, oh, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it feels like. There's some muscle memory. It's like playing an instrument. You know what it feels like when you're doing it right, and that's what they need to do. Do that a couple of times. Get out there. Get in a rhythm. Get that thing started, and the next thing you know, you're playing relaxed, and you're starting to win a football
1: game. As we talked about earlier, it is homecoming here in Kearney, Missouri. There have been a number of differences, obviously, this year because of all the restrictions. There was no homecoming parade. They've tried to livestream as many things as they could. Of course, the fans are restricted here in the stadium to fans per participant. But they did already select the homecoming king. And for those of you who are not aware yet, the homecoming king was our own quarterback, Dawson, Dawson Myer. Yeah, they they could have led with his number. I, I mean, he was the only one
2: standing out there under the jersey on, and they said, yeah. The homecoming king is number nine, Dawson Minard. Well, they didn't say that. We just we're kind of hoping they would. Congratulations to Dawson.
1: Like to remind you that after nights, the uh, after the lights, the Liberty Clinic is open from nine to eleven every Friday night to handle sports injuries. You can go to Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine, where a physician is uh, available to evaluate athletes after the lights. 816-407-407. Two three one five Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine is Carney School District's official provider of athletic training and services and sports medicine. As we get ready to start here, let's talk about uh, they're going to get ready to t- uh, flip the coin. Let's see who will get the ball first. But before we do that, what would you say the keys to the game are? Well, pretty simple, Jim, uh, and we're probably going to talk about it all night.
2: I think it's all about execution. You've got to execute, and I, I think you come uh, back from a, a, a tough loss against Green Valley, and as I said, it's a team that's just rolling right now, and those guys, offensive line, defensive line, uh, were just bowing their necks against us, and I mean it was palpable. So I, I think what we've got to see is winning some battles on the line of scrimmage uh, both offensively and defensively for the Carney Bulldogs. We need to have positive yardage, uh, some a couple of nice long plays, a couple of, let's just say, moderately long pass plays, something that shows, yeah, this is what it feels like, so you can get into the rhythm and start playing the game like a winner. Just relax and have fun.
1: We're just over four and a half minutes away from game time. Black Clay Electric Cooperative has pride in our local community and supports the people who live here. That's why they support local schools and take an active role in economic development. To learn more about how Platte Clay Electric Cooperative is working to achieve that mission, visit pcec.coop. You've been listening to the Platt Clay Electric pregame show. Stay with us. Live Kearney, Missouri Bulldog football is coming up next on the Bulldog Radio Network.
7: More reliable power means more of what you love. You expect your lights and appliances to turn on at the flip of a switch, and so does Plat Clay Electric Cooperative. That's why Platt Clay is working hard to make power more reliable in the Northland. We exist for one purpose, to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. To learn more about their plan to reduce outages across the Northland, visit www.pcec.coop/reliability. Platt Clay Electric Cooperative.
8: Mail-in rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork. And hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Centers with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, you'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porter's and Ace save you money. Porter's Building Center is in
9: Kearney. Porter's,
8: we're here to help.
9: The Excelsior Springs Community Center provides a variety of enriching activities for members of all ages. Our 50,000 square foot facility features state-of-the-art exercise and strength training equipment. For more information about memberships and the facility, you can go to excelsiorspringscommunitycenter.com or call us at 816 656 The Excelsior Springs Community Center. See you at the center.
2: Hi everyone, it's Mike Davis with Mike Davis Creative Services. If you're ready to freshen up your logo or website, or if it's time to create a complete branding campaign, Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and expertise to help you build a powerful marketing message. 816-584-1025 or visit our website at MikeDavisCreative.net legendary lawn care that's right legendary is your one-stop lawn equipment center they've got over forty years of experience with technicians who service all makes and models of lawn equipment 4853 southeast highway pp in holt 816-320-3878 and don't forget to look for the special coupon on 1027 carnie slash coupons let the friendly and knowledgeable staff at legendary lawn care find the right legendary service for your needs
10: injuries can happen anywhere playing sports or playing with your kids or grandkids
11: Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Strathland with Kearney Family Chiropractic Center, and I've been practicing chiropractic health in Kearney for over 22 years. When you come to see me, I identify what's wrong and determine if I can help you. If I can, I create your personalized plan for
10: relief. When you have pain, you can make an appointment by calling 816-628-6738. Kearney Family Chiropractic Center. Heal Yourself.
12: Whether you're a large or small business, or just want internet at your home, KC Coyote is here to help with all your internet needs. We pride ourselves on being a redundant, resilient, and reliable network to provide you with the best internet available. You can give Casey Coyote a call and talk to one of our local, friendly customer service representatives to see if you pre-qualify for our service at your home or business. Casey Coyote at 816-866-3038.
1: Welcome back to Kearney, Missouri, where we are getting ready to kick off. The Kearney Bulldogs won the toss. They've deferred. They're going to start off on defense. Back to receive for your Winnetonka Griffins, Julian Rogers and Jason Essex. They stand at the 10-yard line waiting for a Braxton Breedlove kickoff. Braxton has been excellent this year with his kickoffs and his field goals and extra points. He has been... I think it would be okay to say Mike Steller. No doubt about it, Jim.
2: Look for a lot of the same tonight from that young man.
1: The ball is down. We're ready to go. Here comes the kick from Breedlove. And we are underway here in Kearney, Missouri on homecoming. Ball taken in by Essex at the four. He's going to find some running room up the middle. And he's going to be met by a slew of Bulldogs brought down at about the 22-yard line, and that's where the Winnetonka Griffins will take over, first and ten under the leadership once again this year of Jovan Satterwhite. That's the kind of stop you like to see
2: by the kickoff team, Jim, on special teams. You like to see a swarm of Bulldog players get around those athletes that you know if they get in the open field, they're gone.
1: The Griffins will take over first and 10 from their 23-yard line. Satterwhite under center. Now he's back in the shotgun. He's got one receiver to the near side, one to the far. He's going to throw to the near side. Pass intended for Jason Essex. That pass is dropped. Essex was wide open over here on the near side on the flat, Jim.
2: And... Uh, I. T- for the life of me, it was just one of those balls. Sometimes you just drop them, and that's exactly what he did. Looked like we had number study on there, number forty Studi on the uh, on the pressure, but uh, not to worry because uh, yeah,
1: Essex just dropped it. Satterwhite brings his team to the line once again. Same formation: one split to the near, one to the far takes the snap, drops back to pass once again, same play again, looking for Essex. Essex maybe picks up a yard on the play, but he's brought down immediately. Great uh, coverage on the part of the Bulldogs. That was Jake Lowry on the tackle, and uh, along with Nuke
2: Nolan, both of those guys are, uh, we talked about them earlier in the week, some of our younger players, they're not seniors, they've got a junior and a sophomore in on that. What I did see Jim, it was
1: sure tackling. I saw guys Breaking down, wrapping up, and making a tackle. They're going to give him one yard on the play. Ball rests at the 24-yard line. It's going to bring up a third and nine. The Kearney Bulldogs did receive a sideline warning on the play. Clock continues to run. We're just underway. 11.26 left to go in this first quarter here in Kearney. Satterwhite takes the snap. He's going to hand off up the middle and that's gonna be Monte Moore. He's got a lot of running room. Splits off to the left side, and he's gonna move the ball all the way out to about the 37-yard line. That's gonna be enough for a Winnetonka first down. Montre Moore showed his speed
2: that time, Jim, and there was a hole big enough for him to make uh, this long run for the first down. Uh, Credit Tucker Studi for the tackle, but uh, not until after
1: the Moore was down probably five yards past the down marker. Ball rests at the 38-yard line. Satterwhite now has two receivers split to the near side. Nobody on the far. Now he's going to put Essex in motion. Essex moves over to the right side. Satterwhite drops back to pass, looking downfield. He's looking for Essex. Essex has a step, but he drops the ball. That was a beautifully
2: thrown football. No kidding, Jim. And it landed right in Essex's hands. It was a fade pass. It was thrown to a guy who was open. And Essex knows he wants that one back, but hand—I mean—hand it to Satterwhite on a beautifully thrown ball. He had plenty of time to throw it, and uh, thank goodness that Essex dropped the ball.
1: Yeah, Essex had a, a uh, step on the coverage. Looked like it At was lane on the coverage. Yep. So yeah. with that, that'll bring up a second and ten. But Essex did, in fact, have a step. You're starting to see the speed and the capability of this 5-0 Winnetonka team. Essex now in motion. They're going to hand off up the middle. Once again, that's to Moore. Good coverage on the defense. They're going to stop Moore for no loss. Really no na- game, maybe a yard.
2: Really nice swarming tackle by the Bulldog defense there, Jim. Terrific job right up front. I think that's where we, get, we got gashed last week against Grain Valley. Those guys were just tearing us up right up the middle. Well, they were tearing us up all around the edges as well, but uh, this is what you want to see. You want to see your defense come back playing good, solid football, sure tackling, and everybody being
1: position and assignment sound on the defense. They're going to give him a yard on the play. Looks like Moore moved the ball up to the 39-yard line. It's going to bring up a third and nine. Play clock's down to nine. 9.53 left to go. We're just underway in the first quarter here in Kearney. Satterwhite. Looks like it's going to be an
9: illegal looks like a, procedure,
1: yeah. Play, yeah, yeah. it's like half the offensive line jumped, so they that's sure going to did. cost the Winnetonka Griffins five yards, and that'll bring up a third and 14. As we look across the field, it looks like we've got a new purchase in the district. I don't know who pays for that. If it's a district thing or what, but the yard markers are now all digital. I see that and uh, very lit up, and uh, it makes it easy for us. It sure does. (laughs) Thank you for that. Yes. I think they did that for us, Jim. Satterwhite in the shotgun once again takes a high snap. He's going to keep it. He's going to roll to his right. Now he pitches out to the right. That's to Essex. But that play is going to go nowhere. Kearney Bulldog defense was all over that. There's no no gain on the play, but there is a flag down on the play. Let's check the penalty. Well, the official picked up the flag. I'm thinking maybe it just inadvertently fell out. It did. They're waving the flag off. So that means they're in to punt. And the Winnetonka Griffins will punt. Here's the snap. It's a high snap. The punt is off by Essex. And it's brought in at about the 32-yard line by the Bulldogs. No room to run, but that's number where the Bulldogs 10, will take over, first and ten. The punt is John L. X. Ex- essex They have two Essex on the Winnetonka, <laughs> Winnetonka Griffins. Number 13, that was number 13. Uh, Andrew, I'm
2: sorry, Joe Marshall, the sophomore, uh, with the reception there. or or the catch on the receiving team, and uh, he caught that ball with a swarm of white jerseys coming right at him, but uh, good field position here on the 32.
1: Ian Acosta is your quarterback for the Bulldogs. Ball rests at the 30, call it the 33-yard line. Costa tosses the ball back, there's a running play, good running room, and the ball's on the ground, and it's gonna be recovered by the Griffins. Oh,
2: such a good run by number 42. K.J. Smith broke through the line, and it looked like he was headed to daylight and had the ball stripped right away from him. Oh my goodness, what a disappointment. You just, oh, you can't give a team like this a break like that a tough break for KJ but uh, I like what I saw his speed and I liked what I saw up front on the part of the Kearney Bulldogs we got to get this ball back we need to hold
1: these guys so now the ball rests in Bulldog territory it's at the 47 yard line Satterwhite in the shotgun formation takes the snap. That's a handoff to Moore. Moore's going to run up the middle. He'll pick up and the ball's loose again, and Carney Bulldogs uh, overturn. Just
2: like that. Carney Bulldogs recover. I like that better than having to stop them after three downs. Well done, Bulldogs. That's heads up play. And uh, just shows you how quickly things can turn, Jim, in a game like this, in any game. And we talked about playing relaxed. When good things happen, you start your confidence builds, and you start to play more relaxed. But you got to hold on to the football. No turnovers in a game like this. That's, that should be the last one by us. Let's hope.
1: So after all that, we're on the 41-yard line. Yeah, hopefully, uh, well, we might try the same play again. This time, we're going to hand off. This time, the handoff goes to Luke Nolan. Nolan looks for some running room on the far sideline. He really doesn't find any. Look, he might pick up a yard. Let's see where they mark him out of bounds. But uh, looked to me like Julian Rogers was in there on that tackle and then uh, perhaps looked like Jason Essex as well,
2: but uh, they uh, hand it to the Winnetonka Griffins. They did a nice job of stringing that play out and uh, keeping it contained where it never did get upfield.
1: That's actually going to be a loss of one on the play. And the ball rests at the 40-yard line. Costa takes a snap. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to plow straight ahead. Nice pickup of about five yards. No, he still. Put, oh, they called him. They blew the whistle. They blew the whistle. Uh, Coach Gray is not happy. Not at Acosta all. Costa broke free, and he there was nobody around him. He would have been in for I'm a touchdown. I agree, Jimmy. That they blew it dead and said he had forward progress. It stopped at the 45-yard line. So instead of a touchdown, that's going to bring up uh-huh. a
2: third and six. Well, again, what I'm seeing is some excellent play by the offensive line of the Carney Bulldogs.
1: Nice job by Ian Acosta to keep his legs moving. He know, is blown dead. The play isn't over till they say the play is over. Yep. Frakes is split to the near side. Acosta in the shotgun, dropping back to pass, looking downfield. Looks over the middle. Frakes, Frakes is open, oh. and he's overthrown by about a step. So, So the defender did. The defender was
2: uh, Jada Berry. And then Essex was down there with him, too. But my goodness, number four, Carson Frakes, was way out in front of him. And the ball was just a little too far downfield. But, uh, you know, I'd come back to that play.
1: That's a timing play, and as you know, Minert's been in there a lot at quarterback. Uh, Acosta has been part of that two-headed monster. He hasn't been in there as much, and that's where you lose some of that timing. And it showed there. Frakes did have a step, but now it's fourth down. Ball rests at the 45-yard line. And here's the punt by Acosta. And as usual, a towering kick that's going to bounce at the five and unfortunately bounce into the end zone for a touchback. But what a beautiful kick by Ian Acosta. He has gotten to be just an expert at the punting game. We're gonna step away for just a minute. Seven twenty-three left to go here in the first quarter. Carney, Missouri homecoming,
5: no score. I'm Sean Barber, owner of Stables Local Kitchen and Patio in Kearney. Stables is a Kearney thing. We love to be the place where people get together. Stables features a full menu with a scratch kitchen, offering lunch and dinner options, as well as a weekend breakfast starting at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sundays. Stables has been a proud member of the Kearney community for almost 20 years. You can check us out online at stables816.com, and Stables is part of the True 816 family. Eat. Drink. Local.
1: And welcome back to Kearney, Missouri. We start off with a handoff up the middle. That's to Moore. And Moore's going to gain about a yard on the play. 7.02. Clock continues to run. Griffins have got Titus Holmes split out to the near side. Satter White stands in the shotgun. Takes the snap, drops back to throw. Throws off his back foot, the pass is up in the air. And that was intended for Essex. Good, good defense. I thought the defender might have been just a hair well, I early, so but too. that was uh, on the Trent, defense. Trenton Vaughn a- and Luke Nolan with there. Yes,
2: and Trenton Vaughn got there just in time. And I mean, Satterwhite was under all kinds of pressure, Jim. There were two Bulldog defenders right in his face. In fact, I'm
1: surprised he threw that ball. Satterwhite threw off of his back foot, and what that causes the ball to do is loft and up gives everybody gives a chance a lot change. of people it, exactly anybody underneath it
2: yeah yeah lots of pressure by the So Bulldog that brings defense.
1: up a third and 9 632 left to go in the first quarter we are scoreless Satterwhite White stands in the shotgun he's going to keep the ball run up the middle he's going to gain maybe 6 or 7 yards let's see where they mark him down looks like they're going to put him down at about the call it the 27 yard line but that is going to be short of the first down by about two yards. It's going to bring up fourth and two. Looks like the Winnetonka Griffins are going to have to punt. Well, you like the three and out by the Kearney Bulldog defense. They,
2: uh, they are swarming to the ball. You hear the, t- the coach talk about that every week, and that's exactly what this defense is doing.
1: They're expecting it looks like a short punt. The Bulldogs are only standing at the 45. Fair catch is called for, brought in at the 47-yard line. There is a penalty. Let's check the penalty. The punt was by Janelle Essex. It's going to be a false or a legal procedure against the Winnetonka Griffins. Let's see what the Bulldogs want to do. Do they want to make them re-kick, or do they want to take the ball? Good field position. That's yeah, right it there
2: midfield, no doubt. Yeah, looks like about the 48-yard line. They're going
1: to decline the penalty. Uh, yeah. So your Bulldogs will take over first and 10 at the 47-yard line. We're going to step away for just a minute. No score, 542 left to go in the first quarter. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio Network.
0: Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services. Small town friendliness, big town expertise. We make it our business to know your business inside and out. You can trust Scott Accounting and Tax to get your taxes done quickly, correctly, and on time. Appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320. That's Scott, accounting and tax at
1: 816-352-3320. And welcome back to Kearney, Missouri. In Acosta under center. He's going to hand oh, it off to number 42. Play. That's K.J. Smith. K.J. Smith is going to be met by a number of defenders, and he's actually going to lose two yards. Carney quickly to the line. Costa now under center. Drops back. Another handoff. That time to Smith. Smith rolls to the left side. This time has a lot of running room. He's going to pick up about nine yards. Check that. He's going to pick up almost 11 yards. He needed 12. Let's see where they mark him down, but he has crossed midfield. K.J. Smith
2: looked explosive on that run, Jim. That's the way he looked just before that fumble. Unfortunate uh, strip that he had earlier in the game here. But uh, he looks good
1: tonight. I mean, he looks quick, and he's got a lot of blockers out in front of him. They're going to say he was down at the 44 yard line. It's going to bring up a third and two. One receiver splits in the near side, and it looks like Acosta got him to jump. Let's check the penalty. And in fact, he did offsides against the Griffins, and they've been really good at that hard count, especially Acosta. Yeah, and uh, it, that's what, yeah, absolutely. That's a first down
2: Bulldogs. Uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing, Jim. This is what we talked about in the keys to the game. Uh, you have to have success a little at a time. And what's happening is the Bulldogs are having quite a bit of success, and they are able to been able to shut down the offense of the Winnetonka Griffins. All we need now is a score.
1: So Ian Acosta is going to hand off once again, and now some running room, a lot of running room on the near side and all the way down to the 11-yard line before he's pushed out of bounds, and once again, that's going to be K.J. Smith. Number 42, K.J. Smith, the junior running
2: back, is out there running like he's been doing this all year long. I know he's a great practice player, and I know he gets some carries, gets a lot of those snaps. But uh, tonight, seeing him as the uh, the primary ball carrier, uh, he is doing a terrific job. He's getting outside quickly.
1: And once he's out there, uh, you're starting to see his open field speed. They're going to mark him out at the 12-yard line. It'll be first and down uh, for first down and 10 at the 12. 4-10 left to go in the first oh, quarter. A goodness. high snap over the head of Acosta. Acosta's going to try and fall on it, and he misses it. And it's recovered by the Griffins. That was picked up by joe thomas of the winnetonka griffins on a high snap you know we we talked about the mistakes jim that that's one you just
2: got to put behind you that's a that is a tough tough play went uh, the ball went sailing over the head of the quarterback and uh i I mean acosta
1: had a shot at it but um, was not able to get on top of it acosta tried to dive for it but he actually slid past it and then it was recovered by the griffins joe thomas so the ball is actually going to be marked at the 32 yard line and with 404 left to go in the first quarter no score that's where Satter satterwhite will bring his team to the line he stands in the shotgun handoff once again that's to moore there he misses slips two tackles and actually, three defenders tried to wrap him up. He's brought down at the 40-yard line after a gain of eight on first down. And Kate Dunlap, number 67, the big senior D lineman,
2: was in on that stop. And a good thing he was because, uh, boy, oh boy, it looked to me like Moore was. He was going to break loose because I think he broke probably two or three tackles before he was
1: finally brought down. Winnetonka Griffins are moving right to left in their white uniforms as we view the field from the home press box. Carney in their all-black uniforms. Sadder white in the shotgun. Second and two. Takes the snap hand off to Moore. Moore up the middle. He's going to plow forward for about four yards, but that is going to be enough for a Winnetonka Griffin first down. The Griffins are showing that run game
2: right up the middle, and uh, that's the thing where if you can establish that early on and you start to take control of that line of scrimmage, Jim, then that's going to give the quarterback, Javon Satterwhite, more opportunity to throw the ball downfield, run
1: the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then unload with a great big pass. Griffins are discussing the play. Now they break the huddle. 13 seconds left on the play clock. 2.50 left to go in this first quarter. Two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Satterwhite takes the snap, drops back to pass. Throws deep down the middle of the field. Once again, an open receiver. Almost caught, but dropped by Michael Lane. Michael Lane had the ball briefly But it was uh, knocked out when he hit the ground. He didn't take the ball all the way down, and it looks like on the coverage was number 21, and that's going to be your Bulldog, Luke Nolan. Well defended, John Timchak picked the ball up
2: and uh, certainly looked like if if that was a live ball, he was headed back to the other way of the end zone. But uh, terrific job on defense there on a
1: well-thrown ball. I will say the Kearney defenders are staying with it. There's a couple of times that the receiver have had a step on our defenders, but that is a second and ten high snap. Moore once again on the run. He's going to run to the right side before he's brought down. Almost at midfield, he'll make it about to the 49-yard line. And that's a five-yard pickup on second down. That's going to bring up about a third and five. Montre Moore, 5'8", 195 seniors' legs are moving,
2: and I mean moving quickly the minute he has the ball in his hands, and his legs are churning all the way through his his carry. And he just looks like a guy that is could, could very easily break one open here.
1: Check the spot. They marked him down at the 48-yard line. That's going to bring up a third and six. White has two receivers split to the far. And he's got more in the backfield. Satterwhite takes the snap. He's going to keep it himself, looking for some running room up the middle. It's going to come across midfield. He's going to make it to the 48, but that's going to be about two yards short of the first down. That's going to bring up fourth and two. And it looks like the Winnetonka coaching staff has a decision to make. What do you do here, Jim?
2: You've got number 24, Montre Moore, in there. You know he can carry the ball. You know he's
1: good for a couple of yards. Looks like they're gonna go for it. This is gonna be a big defensive stand at fourth and two for your Bulldogs. White is in the shotgun with two receivers to the far side. Hands off to Moore, Moore's gonna run up the middle. He's gonna pick up three, but that is gonna be enough for a Winnetonka first down. Montre Moore on the carry.
2: That was straight up the middle. Uh, nothing tricky about that. Demontre Moore's got—he uh, has the capability to take that ball quickly outside. He's got a lot of lateral movement and the ability
1: to take the ball around the edges. And this guy is one talented running back. Keep your eye on number 70, Corey Goodlow. He's a senior tackle for the Griffins. He's limping pretty heavily out there. We'll see if they try to stay away from him, or maybe it allows for some extra pressure on Satterwhite. Satterwhite stands in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's going to hand off once again to Moore, but Moore this time is really going to go nowhere. Might gain a yard, but a good job on the defense by your Kearney Bulldogs. Looks like that was number 62, Kyle Midkiff. Nice job by Midkiff in there. He just wasn't going to be blocked
2: and did a real nice job of wrapping up the runner and taking him down.
1: So that's going to bring up about a second and nine, and it looks like the first quarter is probably going to come to an end before they get the playoff, and there it is right there. And that is going to be the end of the first quarter. When we return, it'll be second and nine for the Winnetonka Griffins. There is no score on homecoming night here in Kearney, Missouri. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio Network.
0: At a Pharmacy, we believe anti-aging should be effortless. And with our safe and effective hormone treatment, this goal is definitely within reach. We customize hormone therapy medication for men and women based on your unique needs. Our compounding pharmacists will work with your doctor so you receive the exact dosage that's right for you. A&R is owned and operated by a local pharmacist who is part of our Bulldog family, and they've been in the compounding business for over 17 years. For more information, you can call 816-415-9995. A&R Pharmacy, specializing in hormone treatment of individuals.
1: Welcome back to Kearney, Missouri here at the Kearney, Missouri TDR Activity Complex. Carney Clinic, Liberty Hospital Field. Third and two for the Winnetonkin Griffins as we start this second quarter. Satterwhite once again brings his team to the line. He's got one receiver to the near side. He's got more behind him. Takes a high snap. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to roll to the left. Got a little bit of running room. Might pick up four yards. He'll move forward to the 40-yard line where that's going to bring up about a third and five for the Winnetonka Griffins. This is going to be another important play for your Carney Bulldog defense.
2: Looks like Braxton Breedlove was in on that stop too. I saw a host of Kearney football jerseys out there surrounding that runner. Number 11. Sorry, that was... Uh, Satterwhite.
1: Satterwhite stands in the shotgun, one receiver to the near side, one to the far, takes the snap, hand oh, off yeah. to Moore. Moore is met immediately in the background for backfield and taken down by number six, Braxton Breedlove. He's the man, and I mean,
2: he was in that backfield before anybody knew what happened. And he did exactly. We talk about, you. sometimes you get a little bit too much of a head of steam and you run right past the guy that's carrying the ball. Well, that time Breedlove
1: made contact immediately, wrapped him up and brought him to the ground. There's gonna be a little different situation. They are gonna go for it on fourth down, but instead of fourth and two like last time, it's fourth and six. Satterwhite stands in the shotgun. One receiver to the near side, one to the far. He tries the hard count. Your Bulldogs don't fall for it, and the Winnetonka Griffins are going to call timeout to discuss it. Nice job on the part of the Kearney Bulldogs. We'll step away for just a minute. 10.33 left to go. In this first half, no score. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio Network.
4: The Kearney Chamber of Commerce wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Kearney's friendly and authentic small-town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce.
1: And welcome back to Kearney, Missouri. If you're serious about mowing your lawn, it's time for a serious mower. Dixie Chopper Zero Turn Mowers command attention. Turn up your mowing game. Legendary Lawn Care is your authorized Dixie Chopper dealer. 4853 Southeast Highway, PP in Holt. 816 320 3878. Fourth down for the Winnetonka Griffins. Satterwhite stands in the shotgun. He's got one receiver to the near side, one to the far. Takes the snap, drops back, looking to throw on the far side. High throw, intended for Essex, but that's incomplete. And your Carney Bulldogs are going to take over on downs. Let me Good tell coverage. you.
2: Let me tell you why that was incomplete, Jim. Because there were Bulldogs right in the face of Jovan Satterwhite. He he could not see downfield when he released that pass. Nice job by the Bulldog defense. You know, the Coach Gray talks about coming out after a good week of practice, and we kind of look at him like, well, what do you mean? What's, what's, what's the deal about having a good practice? We want to see him play well during the game. Well, it makes a difference. It's a, it's a dress rehearsal, and uh, if, if you can bring that game out to the field when the lights are on, good things happen.
1: Well, it's time to make good things happen. The ball rests at the 41-yard line. We need to let this offense score 10-28 left to go in the first half. Ian Acosta under center. He takes the snap. He's going to go back, hand off to K.J. Smith. Smith has running room down the right side, on the right side of the uh, field all the way down across midfield and out pushed out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Nice, impressive first down run by K.J. Smith. I'm telling you, I am so impressed by the, the speed of one K.J.
2: Smith. Number 42, the junior running back, is having a terrific night tonight and uh, credit that offensive line of the Carney Bulldogs. He got over there to the left-hand, sorry, the right-hand side of the field down the sideline and uh, boy, I thought he
1: was gone. He had me so excited I couldn't remember what it's called. I kept trying to call it the right hash. <laughs> well, I don't know my left from my right. Either. I get excited. That brings up a first down. Ball rest at about the 33-yard line. There is going to be a timeout on the field. Let's see what this is for. And it's taken by Carney so with 9.53, Carney Missouri takes a the timeout. They are moving down the field. They've got a first and 10 at the 33-yard line. We'll be back in just a second. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio Network.
6: Oak Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. What else would you expect? After all, you're home. When I looked into an assisted living facility, I was immediately attracted to Oak Point's amenities. I get three delicious meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas and a trained staff on site. To set up a tour or learn more information, please contact Tara at 816-628-0075 or visit the website at provisionliving.com.
1: Welcome back to Kearney, Missouri, as the Bulldogs head back out after the timeout. First and ten, ball resting at the 33-yard line. 9.53 left to go in this first half. There is no score. Ian Acosta has a receiver to the near side, one in motion. There's a handoff to K.J. Smith. K.J.'s going to try to go up in the middle. Might grab one yard on the play. It's going to be second and nine. Let's see where they mark him down. They're gonna mark him down at about the 32. So he did pick up a yard, second nine. I'm looking at the tackle over there on the far
2: side, Jim, on the right side. That's Keenan McNally. He's a junior, number 77. He's a big, tall guy. And uh, he's helping get that, uh, holding that edge
1: so the KJ can get outside. This time Acosta has two receivers split to the near side. He's going to fake a handoff, throws, drops back to pass across the middle. Good throw, good catch. And that ball's brought in by, looks like,
2: Luke Nolan. Luke Nolan, little crossing route right in the middle of the field. In fact, it's over on the far hash where was spotted. But uh, beautiful throw and catch,
1: and, man, it was a quick release. That was a good job on a crossing route. And the ball is brought down to the 20-yard line, and that's going to be enough for a Kearney Bulldog first down. 9.02 left to go in the first half clock, continues to run. Yeah,
2: Acosta got rid of that ball quickly, and a little bit more of that would, uh, I think, keep
1: the Winnetonka Griffins defense on their heels. Carson Frakes is going to split out to the near side. Acosta in the shotgun. Now he's going to put Luke Nolan in motion again, but he's going to keep it and run up the middle, and he's got some room. And he breaks through run tackle, and he's going to push his way forward. They're going to mark him down just short of the 10-yard line, but that's going to be at least nine yards on first down. It took three run by Ian Acosta. It sure
2: was, Jim. It took three Winnetonka Griffins to bring the quarterback down on that keeper.
1: And the the funny thing is, Ian Acosta size-wise, compared especially to some of these Griffin defenders, is not that big. Good job of keeping your your legs in motion, and that's what that forward momentum does for you. Keep him churning. Luke Nolan split out to the near side, Frakes to the far. There's a handoff up the middle. That's K.J. Smith. He plows his way forward and keeps driving forward, and he's going to move forward to the four-yard line. Excellent run by K.J. Smith. K.J. Smith wants to
2: carry the rock tonight, and I think he'd like to keep doing that all season long. Nice run. I mean, he took that run and with authority. And these guys on the Winnetonka-Griffins defense are going to have to really, really wrap him up because he's breaking tackles.
1: Ball rests at the four-yard line. It's going to be first and goal. Best field position all night for your Kearney Bulldogs. Carson Frake splits out to the far side. He's got K.J. Smith in the backfield. He hands off to K.J. K.J. once again up the middle, pushing his way forward. There's a pile, a scrum. They're going to get to about the one-yard line, and that's where K.J. Smith will be stopped. I like the spot. Yeah, it's going to bring up second goal from the one. Nice forward momentum and push by K.J. I'll tell you between K.J. and Ian they do a great yep. job of keeping those legs yep. moving.
2: I like the side judge was really watching that play because it was a scrum and they were trying to push the ball back but he got that ball spotted right right where uh, K.J. stopped.
1: Ian Acosta moves up under center. He's going to take the snap keeping himself. They're going to push forward into oh, the end yeah. zone and that's going to be a touchdown for your Carney Bulldogs. A one yard quarterback keeper by Ian Acosta with 6.56 left to go in this first quarter. Outstanding job
2: by the offensive line of the Kearney Bulldogs. They were not going to be denied. They pushed and pushed everybody in those white jerseys of the Winnetonka Griffins out of the way like a big road grader. Nice job, everybody, and a touchdown by
1: Ian Acosta. And I lied. There's 6.56 left to go in the first half. Braxton Breedlove is ready to kick the extra point. His kicks have been phenomenal and this one is no different. That kick is good. Love it. And with six fifty-six left to go in the first half, your Carney Bulldogs have taken a seven to nothing lead here in Homecoming in Kearney, Missouri. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio Network.
8: Mail-in rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork and hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Centers with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, You'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porter's and Ace save you money. Porter's Building Centers in Kearney. Porter's, we're here to help.
1: Welcome back to Kearney, Missouri, where your Kearney Bulldogs have taken a seven-to-nothing lead on a two-yard run by Ian Acosta as he kept and forced his way into the end zone. That ball or that touchdown was set up by number 42, KJ Smith, on a beautiful run before that. Good offensive stand on that last possession. Breedlove into kick. There's a low line drive kick. It's going to split the receiving core and roll into the end zone for a touchback. And that looked intentional. It yeah, looked like it was. he was trying to get him to uh, chase after uh, that. It was a low-line right.
2: drive. Yeah, you don't want those guys getting loose. I know, I'll know. tell you, number, we, and we've seen him already. Jason Essex, number 11, is back there on the receiving team. And, uh, again, seeing that guy in the open field is not going to be a pretty sight for the Carney
1: Bulldogs if he's out there by himself. He's
2: quick and he's shifty.
1: 6.56 left to go in this first half. The Griffins are moving left to right from the home press box. Satterwhite stands and he moves up under center and now he stands in the shotgun. He has Moore behind him, takes the snap, handoff to Moore, Moore up the middle. Moore's going to push his way forward for about three yards before he's brought down. Number 24, on the carry. And it looks like he was brought down by Breedlove. On, six,
2: Isn't that great Breedlove? to see your your kicker out there just, just makes an extra point for you, and now he's your linebacker making the stop from a very, very good running back, Montre Moore, the 5'8", 195-pound senior from the Winnetonka Griffins.
1: And he had a head of steam coming, too. Ball rests at the 29-yard line, second and six. Two receivers split to the far side. Satterwhite moving his players around. Now there seems to be confusion. Four seconds left on the play clock. Two, let's see if he can get it off. He just does. Drops back to pass. This play looks broken. Nowhere to go. And he's going to be sacked. Brought down by number 62. Kyle Midkiff is going to get credit for the sack. It looked like the... Griffins didn't know what play they were going to do. I
2: think he was expecting, I think J- uh, Javon, ball, or, sorry, yeah, Satterwhite was expecting the whistle ball. to be blown. I they think he thought ball. that he
1: let the play go too long. Well, the snap came right at the zeros, yeah, at the double yeah. zeros. And but I think he thought that whistle was coming. And then he didn't know where to go with right, it. And right. Kyle Mitkiff is going to get credit for the sack. Well, it's going to bring up a third and 11. The ball now with the sack rests at about the 19-yard line. This Kearney Bulldog defense looks to be getting stronger as the game progresses. White in the shotgun. Takes the snap, drops back, looks across the middle, looks to the near side. He's got Moore. Moore's got some running room along the sideline. He's going to move the ball out to the 35-yard line, and that's going to be enough for a Winnetonka first down.
2: Little swing pass to Moore. You've got to watch him. He's very, very talented, and there he is, straight out of the backfield for a little swing pass for a first down run and. Uh, Good job, Carney Bulldogs, for stopping that thing. Even though it was a first down, I think that was a good stop because that guy gets loose again it's six points.
1: Moore is one of those guys that once he gets running downhill, yep. he's very difficult to stop. But that'll bring the ball out to the 34-yard line, 450 left to go. In this first half, your Carney Bulldogs lead seven to nothing. Satter White in the shotgun, two receivers to the far side. High snap, he's gonna throw to the far side. That's Rogers. Rodgers has a little bit of running room. Slips past one tickle, tackle. And he's going to move all the way out to midfield. And that's going to be another first down for the Winnetonka Griffins. Pretty sure that tackle didn't tickle when he was finally
2: brought down there, Jim. Uh, but it's another first down. And what I'm seeing is this: they're, they're having some luck on the swing pass. And that's the sort of thing that you kind of wonder at the swing pass, and then we've got uh, both running backs going different directions. and Satterwhite has the ability to throw either
1: direction out on that flat, and they're getting good yardage out of it. Satterwhite, another high snap. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to run to the far side, slips past one tackle before he's forced out of bounds. Forced out of bounds at about the 44-yard line, and that'll be a gain of about six yards on first down. One thing I will say on this pass plays, going back to that, that is very similar to the play that the Bulldogs had trouble with last week in Grain right. Valley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a bad memory.
2: But, uh, you know, it's not, they're, they're not breaking loose with it, but uh, you can see the kind of yardage that it picks up, and I look for them to keep doing that until the Carney Bulldogs figure out a way to stop it.
1: Griffins uh, come to the line, Satterwhite in the shotgun with two receivers to the near side. Moore stands in the backfield. Satterwhite takes the snap. This time he's going to keep it himself. He'll pick up maybe four yards. He's going to be just short of the yard to gain for first down. He needs the 40. Looks like he got the 39 and a couple of inches. It's going to bring up a third and one with 3.47 left to go in the first half. Clock continues to run. I found another thing that Montre Moore can do just then, Jim, and that's
2: block out in front for Satterwhite. He did a real nice job of, of blocking and clearing the way so Satterwhite could run the ball himself on that keeper play.
1: I would look for something similar here. White's in the shotgun. Moore stands behind him. Hand off to Moore right up the middle. He's going to plow forward maybe for three yards. He's going to cross the 40-yard line. Make it down to the 39, but that is going to be enough for another Winnetonka first down. Number 70, enough for a first down for the Number 70, you heard it. Briggs-Terwilliger on the stop.
2: Nice job. I'm seeing these new names up front. A lot of these guys are... Uh, younger and uh, have not been playing all year but you know you, a lot of these guys are earning spots just from these tough games we've been playing this team's been playing up we
1: played a lot of class five schools and these guys are doing a nice job tonight satterwhite once again the shotgun high snap rolls to his right that pass was intended for number 21 that is going to be connor lynch lynch dropped the ball well it was a low thrown ball, Jim, and Satterwhite
2: White was under again, under more pressure. And he threw the ball pretty much at the at the feet of the receiver, unfortunately for them. But uh, and you could tell Satterwhite White was just that that play had no time to develop. And you could tell he was frustrated because guess what's happening? The Kearney Bulldogs are putting pressure on him.
1: You know, another thing we talked about with all the COVID protocol and everything else the number of people that are playing tonight and who's playing where are not necessarily the people that were in practice yesterday and that makes it very challenging here's another keeper by Satterwhite he runs up the middle and has all sorts of running room he's got a head of steam he's going to go forward all the way to about this 19 yard line before he's finally brought down Good run play by Satterwhite. Everybody was looking for number
2: 24, Montre Moore, to have that football in his hands. He's been carrying the rock all night, and that big hole was open in the center of the offensive line, and there goes Javon Satterwhite with the football. A lot of talent in that
1: backfield there in Winnetonka. One receiver to the near, one to the far. Satterwhite takes the snap, drops back, looks to his left. He has a receiver in the end zone. And that looks like it's uh, it's out of bounds. It was incomplete. I didn't see if he actually caught it. I think yeah, he, he did, did, but he was two steps out of bounds. Right. And that again, was again, Essex, That was Essex. And, but, I mean, the ball was thrown right to him. Unfortunately, Essex was, was clearly out of bounds. That's another one of those timing plays with the arch. It was well thrown, but you've got to be bring inbound. it in just a little yeah. bit to keep it in bounds. Yeah,
2: it, it looked every bit like it was going to be
1: six points uh, because, in fact, our defender, didn't have his head turned around. But that brings up a second and ten with 2.22 left to go in the first half. Satterwhite in the shotgun again. He's got two receivers to the near side. Hand off to Moore. Moore's going to try to go up the middle. He's going to go nowhere. He might gain one yard on that play, and it looks like uh, Braxton Breedlove in on the tackle once again.
3: He's brought down by
1: number seven. And apparently Terwilliger was in there as well. Well, I I was going to say, Jim, I want to make sure uh, Trenton Vaughn
2: was back there, and he's the one that had a hold of the shoestrings, the shoelaces uh, of the
1: ball carrier.
2: And had he not been back there to slow that down, that that play
1: might have gone a lot further. This is one of the things uh, Coach Gray talked about yesterday, too. The guys that you have in practice with you all week, and then it's not necessarily the guys that you have playing next to you during the game. You get accustomed to that guy next to you. You know what he's going to do. You know when he's going to break off and where he's going to be. What? And uh, when that isn't there, that can disrupt your whole thing. The Griffins have taken a timeout with 1:33 left to go in this first half. Seven to nothing lead. Your Bulldogs have the lead, but the Griffins are on the move. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio Network legendary lawn care that's right legendary is your one-stop lawn equipment
2: center they've got over forty years of experience with technicians who service all makes and models of lawn equipment 4853 Southeast Highway PP in Holt. 816 320-3878 And don't forget to look for the special coupon on 1027 carneymocom slash coupons. Let the friendly and knowledgeable staff at Legendary Lawn Care find the right legendary service for your needs.
1: Welcome back to Kearney, Missouri. 133 left to go in the first half after the timeout. Winnetonka Griffins have third and nine. Ball rests on about the 19-yard line. Satterwhite's in the shotgun. Takes another high snap. Throws it out to Moore. Moore in the backfield. He's going to try and work his way down the sideline. He might pick up two or three yards, but he was actually knocked out of bounds at about the, they're gonna say he was out at the 17-yard line. And that's gonna bring up another fourth down for the Winnetonka Griffins. Nice job by the
2: Kearney Bulldogs over there on the far side, Jim. I'm not sure who the cornerback is over there at the moment.
1: Okay, now we've talked about this, this exact situation with Coach Gray. Fourth and eight, the ball rests at the, we'll call it the 17-yard line. With Breedlove, you could kick a field goal, no question. Does Winnetonka have a kicker? Probably not that could do that. So they are forced almost to go for it at fourth down. Satterwhite drops back. He's under immediate pressure. He breaks free from one, rolls to the right, throws toward the end zone, intercepted in the end zone, and they're gonna drop right there. Good decision. Beautiful
2: job by number 13, our guy, Joe Marshall, the sophomore, and wide receiver D back. He stopped. It looked like he was getting ready to run that ball out of the end zone, Jim, and he thought better of it and hit the dirt. It was awesome. You can see the wheels turning in is right underneath that football. That thing, is man.
1: where you're learning because you remember earlier it. in the season, yes. we had a situation, interception. It wasn't him. I believe it was Carson Frakes. Interception in the end zone. Took off running. Didn't get very far. Field position is key, especially now. 118 left to go in this first half. Your Kearney Bulldogs have made an interception. We'll remember how key that was. We talked about they could have kicked. If it were us, we probably would have. Yep. Then instead of three points, they get none. Let's see what the Bulldogs can do. Acosta is going to hand off. That handoff is to Luke Nolan. Nolan is going to push his way forward. He's going to cross the 25-yard line, move up to the 26. Hurry up offense for the Bulldogs. 106 left to go, first half. Clock continues to run. Acosta gets his players into position. There is a little bit of confusion, and now Coach Gray's to call timeout. Smart move. Bill. It was very clear they didn't know where yep. they were going. Yep. And yep. rather than push a bad yep. position, Smart move. they called a timeout. Did you know that each dollar you spend at independent businesses returns three times more money to our local economy yes, than I did. one spin at the chain? A benefit we can all bank on. Shop local, shop carney. This message is brought to you by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce. I love our Chamber of Commerce. Be sure to stay with us after the game for the Kearney Chamber of Commerce post-game show and the halftime show sponsored by Liberty Hospital. Also remember that Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll, and business creation services. They get your taxes done quickly, correctly, and on time. Appointments are now accepted by calling... 8-1-6, 3-5-2, 3-3-2-0. 816 352 3320. Bulldogs back on the field, 56 seconds left to go here in this first half. They lead 7 0 and have taken over after an interception in the end zone by Joe Marshall. Costa stands in the shotgun, takes a snap, looks back to throw. He's under pressure, and now he's going to keep it and run. He's got a lot of room down the near side before he's pushed out of bounds at about the 47-yard line. That is a nice pickup on first down. Absolutely
2: smart job. He tucked it away, did Mr. Ian Acosta. He didn't see anything open downfield, and he turned on the jets and had the presence of mind to run out of bounds and make sure that that clock stopped.
1: clock stops with 50 seconds left to go. So he didn't use a whole lot. Good job, but the ball did move. To the 48 yard line. It looks like Frakes is going to be split to the near side. They've got three receivers split to the far. Acosta in the backfield. Drops back, he's going to roll. Throwing to his right, that's Luke Nolan. Luke Nolan's going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 48 yard line. A little Bit of pulling, tugging, and pushing there out of bounds, but I don't see and any I'll tell fact you what, that that is going to
2: stop the play. Luke Nolan is coming out of the backfield, running with a head of steam, and I mean he turned around and that ball was right in his hands. I see more and more good things happening when I see number 21 with a football, Luke Nolan.
1: That play is going to bring the ball to the 48-yard line. That's cross midfield. They're into Griffin territory, second and six. Acosta with two receivers. Split to the near side, one to the far, takes the snap, drops back, looking to his left. There's a long throw. Frakes is wide open, but he overthrew him by about five yards. Ooh. Frakes <laughs> was the only person within <laughs> this zip code of that football, <laughs> that is... and Acosta simply overthrew him. Oh, mercy. That was
2: that was a beauty. And uh, you love to see a guy wide open like that.
1: My goodness. All right. All uh, right. So instead of 14 to nothing, it's going to be third, and we'll call it still six with 38 seconds left to go. Two receivers split to the near side. Clearly a blown coverage on that last play by the Griffins. Acosta rolls to his left. He throws. He's got a receiver. That looks like it's going to be Franks again, but he did not get out of bounds. So Coach Gray will run down and call timeout. 29 seconds to go. And Frakes was pushed out of bounds at about the 43 yard line. Dial and one up. That is going to be enough for a first down. Dial it up, coach. Give us a play right here. Uh, so that'll leave that'll leave the Bulldogs with one timeout left to go 30 seconds left to go in the half with the Carney Bulldog offense on the run. I've seen a lot of
2: speed by Ian Acosta. you know we talked about playing loose, having some fun. Acosta looks like he's having a lot of fun tonight and there's a lot of guys back there having fun with him. We see number 21, Luke Nolan, catching passes out of the background. We see K.J. Smith, number 42, carrying the rock outside, running hard, running fast, getting the ball downfield, making a bunch of first downs. And this team is on the move, Jim. We've got time. There's time for a score.
1: Keep in mind that injuries can happen anywhere. At fall, at work, how about a fall at work, playing sports or playing with your kids or grandkids. The Carney Family Chiropractic Center is taking appointments now at 816-628-6738. Or you can visit the office at 301 Platt Clay Way, Suite B in Kearney. That's the Kearney Family Chiropractic Center. Heal yourself. Ian Acosta in the shotgun. He's got three receivers split, correct that, two receivers split to the far side. He drops back. He's looking downfield across the middle of the field. He has a receiver that, oh, just overthrown uh. off the fingertips. Of Carson Frakes once again. Oh. Now that was well defended by number thirty-four. It, it was, but
2: it was just, just beyond the outstretched arms of number four Carson Frakes. Uh what I did see, Jim, is over there on that far side. I'm looking at number seventy-seven again, Keenan McNally, and he's doing a terrific job of sealing off that edge. And giving Ian Acosta plenty of time to get that ball thrown downfield.
1: Ian Acosta has had Frakes open several times. It's a timing issue. They are just a step off. Acosta drops back to throw. Luke Luke Nolan on the near side. He's going to dance down the sideline. Try to stay in as long as he could before he was pushed out of bounds. He's pushed out at about the 30-yard line. That'll uh, bring up about, call it a third and three. We
2: are edging closer and closer to Braxton Breedlove territory here if it
1: came to that Jim I'd like to see six points obviously but he did get out of bounds which stopped the clock at 18 seconds 18.6 if you want to be technical coach Grace probably saving that last time out just to get Breedlove on the field if he needs to three receivers split to the far side one to the near Acosta cannot lose yards on the play He's under pressure, rolls to his right, has a wide open field, and he's going to take off down the sideline, and then he's going to run out of bounds to
2: stop the clock. Smart move. He's got the left 10 seconds on the clock, Jim, and you know he was looking for the
1: end zone, and I think he could have made it. But those valuable yards move the football to the 19-yard line. We talked about the field goal with 10 seconds left. You have 10 seconds. Ball's at the 19. You're clearly in breed love range. This is where having a kicker yes. in your with your bag of tricks is outstanding. You better believe it. Yep, and we've got a good one. So a couple of things you don't want to lose here. Number one, you don't want to burn up all 10 seconds. Most likely you wouldn't, but you don't want to lose yardage. If, if anything bad happens, just throw it away. Let Breedlove come in. Three receivers to the near side. Acosta's in the shotgun. He drops back, looks to his left. Throwing into the end zone, and he oh, he had Zach Grace. That looked like yeah, when Zach Grace got turned around.
2: He did. He's that big tight end, number 87. He's a sophomore, and I, you're right. He just got twisted around, couldn't get his hips around to get that to get to that ball. It was a pretty well thrown ball, but uh, here we go are for the field goal attempt.
1: So it'll be a 36-yard field goal attempt by Braxton Breedlove. With four seconds left, and it looks like there's going to be a timeout called by the Griffins. They're going to try and ice Breedlove. That is impossible. Can't be done. <laughs> Would you agree with me with that? I'm right there with you, buddy. We're going to stay here because there's only four seconds left in the half. I know we owe the station, our affiliates, a station break, and we'll get you that at halftime. But, again, this is one of those times where the ability to kick a field goal. Yes. And so the uh, Griffins were in a similar situation, couldn't do it or chose not to through the interception. Right. And this is one of those games where I think points are going right. to be key. Right. Well, and this is this is still
2: a part of that turnover. I mean, we've been driving the ball as a result of that turnover, and it cost them points because of their turnover, and we're about to convert that to points of our own as we get set up again for
1: the field goal attempt. So when the ball is put down, it'll be put down at the 26th. That'll make it a 36-yard attempt. Breedlove stands on the far hash. Here's the snap. It's down. The kick is up. It's a line drive. It's good. It's good. I think it may have been tipped at the line. I'm not 100% sure. It was a
2: bit of a line drive. There's no doubt about it, but it went between the uprights, Jim, and that's all that matters.
1: That's going to make it 10 to nothing. And that's going to bring us to the end of the half. Your Connie Bulldogs have the lead on homecoming night, 10 to nothing. We'll be back with the Liberty Hospital Halftime Report. You're listening to the Bulldog Radio Network.
13: Classic Hits 1027 FM KPGZ Carney's first choice for news, weather and sports brings you an upgrade. Online televised news broadcasts now available at your fingertips. Don't miss our weekly video news recap at 1027carneymo.com on our Facebook page or the 102.7 YouTube channel. Small town, big sound. 1027
11: KPGZ Carney
10: Injuries can happen anywhere, playing sports or playing with your kids or grandkids.
11: Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Strathland with Kearney Family Chiropractic Center, and I've been practicing chiropractic health in Kearney for over 22 years. When you come to see me, I identify what's wrong and determine if I can help you. If I can I create your personalized plan for relief.
10: When you have pain, you can make an appointment by calling 816-628-6738. Kearney Family Chiropractic Center. Feel Yourself.
9: The Excelsior Springs Community Center provides a variety of enriching activities for members of all ages. Our 50,000 square foot facility features state-of-the-art exercise and strength training equipment. For more information about memberships and the facility, you can go to com or call us at 816-656-2500. The Excelsior Springs Community Center. See you at the center.
0: Scott Accounting and Tax provides our clients with quality accounting, tax preparation, payroll and business creation services. Small town friendliness, big town expertise. We make it our business to know your business inside and out. You can trust Scott Accounting and Tax to get your taxes done quickly, correctly and on time. Appointments now accepted by calling 816-352-3320. That's Scott, accounting and tax at 816-352-3320. At A&R Pharmacy, we believe anti-aging should be effortless. And with our safe and effective hormone treatment, this goal is definitely within reach. We customize hormone therapy medication for men and women based on your unique needs. Our compounding pharmacist will work with your doctor so you receive the exact dosage that's right for you. A&R is owned and operated by a local pharmacist who is part of our Bulldog family, and they've been in the compounding business for over 17 years. For more information, you can call 816-415-9995. AR Pharmacy, specializing in hormone treatment of individuals.
4: The Kearney Chamber of Commerce wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Kearney's friendly and authentic small town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services. Shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce.
2: Hi, everyone. It's Mike Davis with Mike Davis Creative Services. If you're ready to freshen up your logo or website, or if it's time to create a complete branding campaign, Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and expertise to help you build a powerful marketing message. 816-584-1025 or visit our website at
5: MikeDavisCreative.net. I'm Sean Barber, owner of Stables Local Kitchen and Patio in Kearney. Stables is a Carney thing. We love to be the place where people get together. Stables features a full menu with a scratch kitchen, offering lunch and dinner options, as well as a weekend breakfast starting at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sundays. Stables has been a proud member of the Carney community for almost 20 years. You can check us out online at stables816.com, and Stables is part of the True 816
12: family. Eat, drink, local. Whether you're a large or small business or just want internet at your home, Casey Coyote is here to help with all your internet needs. We pride ourselves on being a redundant, resilient, and reliable network to provide you with the best internet available. You can give Casey Coyote a call and talk to one of our local, friendly customer service representatives to see if you pre-qualify for our service at your home or business. Casey Coyote at 816-866-3038.
6: Point Assisted Living and Memory Care. What else would you expect? After all, you're home. When I looked into an assisted living facility, I was immediately attracted to Oak Point's amenities. I get three delicious meals daily in restaurant-style dining areas and a trained staff on site. To set up a tour or learn more information, please contact Tara at 816-628-0075 or visit the website at provisionliving.com.
7: More reliable power means more of what you love. You expect your lights and appliances to turn on at the flip of a switch, and so does Platte Clay Electric Cooperative. That's why Platte Clay is working hard to make power more reliable in the Northland. We exist for one purpose, to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. To learn more about their plan to reduce outages across the Northland, visit wwwpceccoop forward slash reliability.
11: Platte Clay Electric Cooperative. Friday Night Sports. When athletes compete, they give it their all. At Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine, we're staying open Friday nights after the lights to treat the bumps and bruises that are part of the game. At Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine, we'll have physicians available to evaluate and treat right on the spot. So after the lights, remember Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine every Friday night from 9 to 11 p.m. 102.7, 102.7
0: KPGZ
2: Carney, Missouri.
6: Small town,
0: big sound. It's halftime for the Bulldogs, so let's launch the Liberty Hospital halftime report. Now back to the press box with Jim Dickerson and Mike Davis on the Bulldog Radio Network.
1: And welcome back to Carney, Missouri on Homecoming Night as your Carney Bulldogs have a 10 to nothing lead over the Winnetonka Griffins at the TDR activity complex Carney Clinic Liberty Hospital field Jim Dickerson along with Mike Davis and producer engineer Brian Watts the Carney Bulldogs took the lead in the second quarter with 656 left to go Ian Acosta on a 2-yard quarterback keeper as he ran into the end zone the extra point was good 7 to nothing at that point for your Carney Bulldogs then to end the second quarter and in the half, after an interception on the part of the Kearney Bulldogs, Braxton Breedlove came through with a 36-yard field goal, and we knew that would become important at some point. It did tonight, 10 to nothing, as your Kearney Bulldogs went into the half with the lead. Keep in mind that they won the toss, and they chose to defer, so they get the ball as we come out of the second half. Let's talk defense first. Mike, what would you see on the defensive side? What do you like? What do you think needs to work? Well, no doubt about it, Jim. We've got a steady dose
2: of Javon Satterwhite, the senior quarterback from Winnetonka, and Montre Moore, the senior running back at 5'8", 195, the guy that can do just about anything from the backfield, blocking, tackling. He can do whatever it takes. He's been catching the ball uh, on swing passes to the outside. Uh, he can run straight up the middle. He can run from side to side. And guess what the Carney Bulldog defense is doing? They're holding them in check. That scoreboard over there still says zero right over there by visitors, and I like the looks of that. What I've seen from the Carney uh, Bulldog defense tonight is a team that was ready and they are focused, and the kind of tackling that I'm seeing is sure tackling. Everybody's staying at home. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do.
1: And let's talk about the offense for just a minute. I love what we're seeing here, of course.
2: You see Carson Franks, number four and what i've noticed uh, as we get further into this game and especially here as we were driving in that last uh, drive before the scoring uh, field goal was that the the defense of Winnetonka is is really realizing that, you know what, we're susceptible to the pass. So what's happening is they're pushing all of their defenders in the backfield, covering everybody that's coming out of the backfield, and what that does is it leaves the field wide open for Ian Acosta to turn on his jets and get downfield with the ball, and we saw it. In fact, I think there was one point at which he ran out of bounds. Acosta ran out of bounds and could have probably taken it on into the end zone, but he was trying to save the clock and didn't want to take the gamble so they could at least have the field goal at the end of the half.
1: Yeah, there's been a couple times where there's been great decision-making right. on the interception, not running out, go ahead and take a knee rather than try to be the hero, where Acosta did a great job, as did Carson Frakes, on running out of bounds, before, especially when we were doing the hurry-up offense. That was a well-executed drive to get him down into field uh, goal position. The other thing is, as we've discussed before, We're not allowed to talk about certain players who are out because of the COVID restrictions and all that. But what we are seeing and we can talk about is some of the people that you're getting to see playing that you haven't seen before. Let's talk about some of those. I I don't think
2: that it's uh, we've seen him play, but I don't think we've seen him play like he's playing tonight. K.J. Smith, number 42, junior running back. We saw him quite a bit last year. We've seen him on defense. He's He's a fast linebacker. Uh, he's the kind of guy that you could play just about anywhere because he's such a good athlete. But man, oh man, Jim, when he gets outside with that football, I didn't realize he had that kind of outside speed. And once he gets that going, uh, he's hard to stop. And he's made a couple of really important first down runs and added some significant yardage to the running
1: game. He's one that these guys know, The when I talk to Griffins, know they've got to keep an eye on him. One guy we were looking at earlier, we've called his name a lot. He had an opportunity as we came to the end of the second half, Zach Grace. He's becoming a tight end that's becoming one of those multifaceted, multi-use tight ends. Now, he got down in the end zone at the end of the half there. He actually turned to his right. The ball was to his left. We've talked about this before. Because of the way that things have worked out, the people that we're practicing with, and I say we, they, are practicing (laughs) with all through the week, are not necessarily the people who who show up at game time. How important is it from a timing perspective that the people that you play with through practice are the people that show up on game night? Yeah,
2: I think that makes a big difference, Jim, particularly between a quarterback and a receiver. You know, we're not seeing, obviously, tonight... Uh, number nine, Dawson Minert, is out, and uh, he's the senior quarterback. And I think the timing that we ordinarily see between Carson Frakes and Minert is just impeccable. And, uh, and, and it's not to say that you know, that, that Acosta can't uh, really work out his timing uh, you know, with Frakes, but it's not the same. And as you pointed out earlier, you know, we've got Zach Grace that was uh, he was open in the end zone but just couldn't get turned around, couldn't get get his hips turned around where he could get in a position to catch the ball. Plus, he had a a defender in his face, which is not an easy thing to do. And so we've seen some other things happening, though, as a result of that. Uh, Ian Acosta has been throwing that ball to Luke Nolan out in the flat and out of the backfield, and that's another thing that we've seen from Luke Nolan. He's getting out there for not being a very big guy. He is a tough, tough runner and gets out there and does some blocking when the other backs are doing the running. But he's got great hands, and we saw him
1: again with a really nice catch here just before halftime. So one of the other things on defense, the same thing applies. The guys that are next to you are not the guys necessarily that you practiced with all week long. But the defense is doing a pretty good job of keeping Satterwhite uh, contained and also keeping Moore contained. And that's those not guys, easy. Yeah, nope. those guys nope. – have some good combined speed we talked about it if you can get them corralled at the line that's one thing once they get going downhill they're tough to stop
2: yeah i think one of the things that we're seeing and it's it's really hard to to discern from where we are because uh, this defense is swarming and i think it's the guys up front that are starting that and they're a lot of the same guys that you see on on offense as well but you know kyle midkiff and uh, Kate dunlap and colby milka M- malika sorry and uh, you know, some of those guys up front are just doing a terrific job. And I've also, I think I should mention because I have already, Mentioned Keenan McNally, number 77, the junior that's playing over there on the right tackle spot, is doing such a terrific job. He's a big, tall kid, and he's able to seal off that edge, which is giving him uh, the – he provides the protection for Acosta to get set up on his passes. I think that's one of the things that's so important. You talk about timing. If you don't have time to get set up, it doesn't matter what you've done in practice, and Acosta has been very, very well protected tonight by that offensive line.
1: And after the lights clinic is open from 9 to 11 every Friday night to handle sports injuries, you can go to Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine where a physician is uh, available to evaluate athletes after the lights. 816-407-2315. Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine is Kearney School District's official provider of athletic training services and sports medicine. The MU Orthopedics and Liberty Hospital are working together to bring you the most advanced orthopedic and sports medicine care in the Northland. Together, their orthopedic surgeons can treat everything from sports injuries to total joint replacement. And new to the team is foot and ankle specialist, Dr. Nathan Gowes. To learn more, go to MU Orthopedics at Liberty Hospital. Visit libertyhospital.org. You've been listening to Liberty Hospital Halftime Report. We'll be back in just a little bit. To bring you third quarter action, action on this homecoming night. Ten to nothing, your Carney Bulldogs have the lead. You've been listening to the Liberty Hospital halftime report on the Bulldog Radio Network. The
0: Coach Gray Show is on the air.
2: Ruffler tries an open seam up the middle. 10, 5, touchdown. Touchdown, Karen Laughlin on a 42-yard
0: run. Jim Dickerson and Mike Davis take you inside Carney Bulldog football. The ways in the house of strategy, the honest assessment of skills, the lessons learned. Corbin Bevan
2: caught the ball in the air in full stride and ran it straight into the end zone
0: untouched. Go inside your favorite team every week on the Coach Gray Show, Thursdays at noon on 102.7 Kearney's hometown radio station.
8: Mail-in rebates are a pain. Fill out the paperwork, and hopefully you'll get your money in six weeks. Kent Porter here for Porter's Building Centers with a solution to mail-in rebates. Ace Rewards from Ace Hardware. When you become a member of Ace Rewards, you'll get all the rebates instantly at the register. Plus, you'll earn points with every purchase, good for even more money-saving coupons. If you sign up today, we'll give you 1,000 free points just for joining. One more way Porter's and Ace save you money. Porter's Building Center is in Kearney. Porter's, we're here to help.
10: Injuries can happen anywhere, playing sports or playing with your kids or grandkids.
11: Hi, I'm Dr. Mark Strathland with the Kearney Family Chiropractic Center, and I've been practicing chiropractic health in Kearney for over 22 years. When you come to see me, I identify what's wrong and determine if I can help you. If I can, I create your personalized plan for relief.
10: When you have pain, you can make an appointment by calling 816-628-6738. Kearney Family Chiropractic Center. Heal yourself.
2: If you're serious about mowing your lawn, then it's time for a serious mower. Dixie Chopper Zero Turn mowers are made to power through tough jobs with ease. And they're made in America. Bettis Industries in Holt is now Legendary Lawn Care, your authorized Dixie Chopper dealer. 816-320-3878. And don't forget to look for our special coupon on 1027caarneymo.com slash coupons.
4: The Carney Chamber of Commerce wants to thank you for supporting our local businesses. Kearney's friendly and authentic small town atmosphere is created by our people and our distinctive shops, restaurants, and services. Shop local, eat local, enjoy local. It takes you to start the trend. Support the local businesses who support the area where you live, work, and play. This message sponsored by the Kearney Chamber of Commerce.
13: Classic Hits 1027 FM KPGZ Carney's first choice for news, weather and sports brings you an upgrade. Online televised news broadcasts now available at your fingertips. Don't miss our weekly video news recap at 1027carneymo.com on our Facebook page or the 102.7 YouTube channel. Small town, big sound. 1027 KPGZ Carney
7: more reliable power means more of what you love. You expect your lights and appliances to turn on at the flip of a switch, and so does Platte Clay Electric Cooperative. That's why Plat Clay is working hard to make power more reliable in the Northland. We exist for one purpose—to empower communities and energize life with safe and reliable energy. To learn more about their plan to reduce outages across the Northland, visit www.pcec.coop/reliability. Platte Clay Electric Cooperative.
2: Hi everyone, it's Mike Davis with Mike Davis Creative Services. If you're ready to freshen up your logo or website, or if it's time to create a complete branding campaign, Mike Davis Creative Services has the tools and expertise to help you build a powerful marketing message. 816-584-1025 or visit our website at MikeDavisCreative.net.
12: Whether you're a large or small business, or just want internet at your home, KC Coyote is here to help with all your internet needs. We pride ourselves on being a redundant, resilient, and reliable network to provide you with the best internet available. You can give Casey Coyote a call and talk to one of our local, friendly customer service representatives to see if you pre-qualify for our service at your home or business. KC Coyote at 816-866-3038. Friday Night Sports. When athletes
11: compete, they give it their all. At Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine, we're staying open Friday nights after the lights to treat the bumps and bruises that are part of the game. At Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine, we'll have physicians available to evaluate and treat right on the spot. So after the lights, remember Liberty Hospital Sports Medicine every Friday night from 9 to 11 p.m.